0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the I Love Me podcast, where we talk about self-love, positivity, and how to be whoever the hell you want to be. My name is Thor, and I'm so happy to be with you today, and I'm joined by a very special guest, Rami, but I'll just let him introduce himself.
1: Well, uh, first of all, thanks for having me, Thor. Uh, My name is Rami. I'm a Tunisian uh, 19-year-old, a third year in the aviation program in Mount Allison, and uh, I'm just really happy to be here.
0: Ah, thank you. I'm happy to have you here. so let's just hop straight into it. Have you ever had any negative experiences within your life?
1: uh well, the obvious answer is yes, and I've had a lot of them uh well to be specific, I guess the biggest the biggest issue for me growing up was uh an identity issue um both my parents are originally Tunisian, and uh I was born and raised outside of Tunisia like I grew up in Saudi Arabia and um like the biggest problem that i had is fitting in without uh fitting in in that group obviously it, it was a different culture i mean yeah. it, it wasn't that distant like it, obviously like it was a uh, mostly arab culture where traditions and uh where traditions are mostly similar but it, obviously it's not the same um so again growing up in schools that were primarily of uh a saudi population it was just uh, really difficult to fit in like I do remember at one point I did master the accent, the Saudi Arabian Arabic accent. But again, there is always that issue of people looking at me and being like, oh, you do not look Saudi. So I'm going to treat you differently. Or I'm going to use that point just to assert my dominance on you or at least control what you say or what you do around me. But uh, I I believe I have reached a point where that's been history for me.
0: Yeah, so, like, within those moments, like, you were going through people telling you, oh, you're not Saudi enough, and then you go back to Tunisia and be like, you just feel, like, out of place sometimes. So, in those moments, what did you feel?
1: Well, uh, Thor, by saying that, you struck a very special chord, which I haven't heard from anyone but my family. And uh, again, it, it was it was a very big issue because for the majority of the year, you would be living. I would be living in Saudi Arabia, and then I'd go back to Tunisia just for the summers or through the or winter breaks or for special occasions. Yeah, and then I would face the same challenge of people telling me, "Oh, you're not Tunisian enough." So um, again, like it was it was mostly hurtful, hurtful growing up, and uh, it left me in a void of sorts where I just couldn't freely define myself or. Would always be striving to find that correct umbrella to follow.
0: Yeah, like definitely I go through that emotion sometimes as well because. Coming from the Bahamas and now here in Canada, it's like when I go back home, it's like, oh, you don't have an accent anymore. Or like when I come back home and I dress a certain way, how I dress in Canada, they'd be like, oh, where are you going? Like, this is not something that we're used to or like they're used to seeing. They expect you to live in this one certain bubble, one certain way, act a certain way, especially when you're from a specific country. And if you're a specific gender, you have gender roles applied upon you and stuff like that. So it's definitely like hurtful. If someone like if someone you're very close to or like someone you love, goes on with this behavior, like is the one that's telling you like, "Oh, you're not enough of this or you're not enough of that," so I definitely understand where you're coming from. Is there anything else that you want to share with us?
1: Um, absolutely. Well, uh, carrying on from the same point of uh, of that struggle of like, the struggle of defining yourself and uh, finding the, finding the correct umbrella to follow. Uh, I believe that reflected on my life and sorts and uh, it just put me in this character that uh, I found myself very satisfied being but uh, again, it caused a lot of uh, people to be uncomfortable around me, I would say um, to be specific, uh, like struggling to express myself in a uh, in a certain way and being afraid of how people might perceive that has made me a very quiet person uh, person like that that does not say anything or does not convey his emotions to other people. Um, at one point, like, I found myself completely satisfied with being that person and just uh, doing my own thing, keeping my head down and just shutting off whatever people say and not caring about what people say about me or think about me. Um, but just recently, however, like, through like through constant reflection and just uh, asking close people to me, like, how... Uh, how do you like what do you think of me and uh, what do you think are some negative sides to my personality and character and stuff like that Um, it it really sheds some light on on the specific area and i guess um, i guess like now i know like there's no shame in being yourself and like you do not have to follow these very strict labels or these very strict titles that people give you like so what if i'm not completely tunisian or completely saudi like i'm just rami you know but uh, uh yeah love that so you said
0: that sometimes who you were would make people uncomfortable why
1: um i believe because uh even like growing up i was always uh following the path of oh like i do not do i like i do not really need to conform to like a very strict title uh people were uncomfortable because I guess we have a tendency as humans or a lot of humans have a tendency to uh just put other people in molds and uh by doing that they treat that certain group a certain way. And uh again it's it's always it's always a case of stereotyping and I guess it's sometimes human nature, but it's something that we need to be really aware of. Um, and yeah, like if I, if I say stereotype someone, it just makes me, it makes it much easier for me to deal with that person based on specific trends or, uh, things that I've noticed, uh, that I've noticed on people that are similar to you in a sense, but every person is different and every human is different. We go through different experiences and I think, uh, treating people is something that grows on you it is not something that is obviously stereotyped or something that you uh, pre-categorize before you meet a person
0: yeah like i definitely agree on what you said about like the stereotypes honestly i completely agree with you because if in our society today we meet one person having an argument with another person and let's say that person is black that's our preconceived notion of every black person and if we talk about someone who's from an Arabic country or a Muslim country, we preconceive them as what we see in the media or like what we see in movies and news outlets. So when we go into these stereotypes, we therefore devalue who that person is, actually is. We devalue who they are, their experiences, and what they've gone through as a person to make them unique and special in their own right and way. And so when going through these ex- experiences and emotions, what What crossed your mind? Like, what thoughts crossed your mind? Not feelings, but, like, thoughts. Like, why am I like this? Is there something wrong with me? Like, what thoughts crossed your mind?
1: Um, I would say, like, uh, it was uh, was more like a tug of war. Like, two sides really, like, pulled me. Uh, One was like, oh, I'd have to conform with what those people demand of me. Yeah. Or what those stereotypes uh, demand of me. Or two, I would just be myself and forget about everything and neglect everything. But um, I think the best solution that I have found uh, Mm -hmm. for myself was to kind of take that middle ground. Uh, Like, conforming with society is not always a bad thing. Uh, Like, people have certain traditions and uh, certain rituals that they keep up throughout history because they're actually beneficial or they actually represent us in a good way. But uh, it is also extremely essential for the human being and for the human being's growth uh, to have that individual. It, like the individual side to them yeah um like obviously just because i'm just because i'm tunisian does the like does not mean that i like every single thing all other tunisians like and the same thing with the dislikes like it's it's really that middle ground and that comfort zone that everyone likes to find and i think i find mine like dressed in the middle not yeah. completely conforming and not being my own self all the time
0: yeah like, and then I feel like sometimes we have to switch ourselves up in, like, different situations. Like, when we're with our parents, like, we're a completely different person. Absolutely. I, especially me. Like, I'm yeah. just so, yes, mom, yes, sir. When I'm with my friends, I'm like, what up? <laughs> like, what's going on? So, like, con- finding that, like, middle ground and that balance or, like, equilibrium, mm-hmm. like, for different situations is sort of a good, it's not sort of, it's actually a good thing. Because, like, you're changing yourself to be in different environments, which is, like, adaptable. Certainly
1: well uh well here here's the thing like I obviously won't hang out like I won't hang out or say the same things that I would say to my parents say uh well compared to how I would talk with my friends like um like uh, of course, like people that are around us and especially people that are close to us uh bring out different sides to us uh but again, um talking to myself when I'm on my own in the shower or whatever setting it would be um I think that i find myself best as someone that is again and again not non-conforming to everything that society lays on us and also someone that is not restricted by ego and uh by a self-driven force
0: yeah you're definitely a boss like i give you that you're a boss what? and like especially in like your aviation your career like you're def a boss
1: <laughs> well we my favorite show, my, my, fa- my favorite t- TV show of all time is The Office and my favorite character is Michael Scott um, if you're familiar I never watched The Office. Well, that's uh, <laughs> yeah, that's something we need to talk about.
0: Later. <laughs> <laughs> so, like when you mentioned, like the whole thing about like with your parents, with your friends, like you try to be adaptable. It's so true because uh, someone once told me, like you should be yourself, who you are in every situation, and I'm just like, no. Sometimes you have to change yourself because some people are not worthy of seeing the whole you. Sometimes you have to change yourself because. I just want to be who I am around this person. Friendship dynamics are a thing. Just because I am a certain way with you does not mean I'm a certain way with Shashank or like Sion or like people I also know. So like just because I have a perception of who you are does not mean the perception who you are to someone else is the same.
1: Absolutely. and And again, because like humans grow and humans change over time. And the only way for you to grow truly, I believe, is by experiencing different things with others and you cannot truly enjoy a moment or an experience with someone without opening up being vulnerable in sorts so again like being completely restricted i think is sometimes utterly useless
0: yeah i completely agree so like when you were going through these emotions of like hurt and pain from people trying to fit you into a box how did you climb your stairs to get out of that
1: um well initially thor like um what I was told at the beginning, the advice that I was given, just like keep your head down, uh, do your own thing and your eventual success will just prove to everyone that you're yourself and like it won't matter then. And I did try that route initially and it did work to an extent. Um, But I think that um, ultimately what works is uh, being truly proud of oneself and uh, just like, Standing up and expressing yourself to whatever frame you'd like to be in. Uh, it's its powerful, honestly, when I, when I talk to someone and they just talk so freely and they talk so proudly about themselves. And I, I just think that's like one of the most beautiful scenes or one of the most beautiful things you could ever hear from someone is just someone that is proud of him, themselves. And uh, yeah, uh, eventually that was what I chose to do. And uh, while I might not be super showy about who I am or what I like and what I dislike, I just feel very comfortable in my own skin. And whenever someone asks me questions about myself, I'm never ashamed to answer anything.
0: Yeah, definitely. There's nothing wrong with hyping yourself up. Some people seem, see it as arrogant. Some people see it as, oh, you're too cocky. No, I'm hyping myself up because I deserve it. You don't know what I've been through in my life to um to hype myself up today,
1: absolutely
0: um because I know when I was like younger or like when I was going through my emotional times, when I was bullied in high school, going through this and that with my family, whatever whatever, um I turned to like cutting myself, that was like my way of like dealing with all of my emotions and Yeah, like, that was my whole thing. But I realized that, like, I'm only subduing my pain for a temporary moment for it to come back for me to subdue it again. Instead of, like, dealing with it head on and facing it instead of running away from it through this method that's not healthy or, like, it's not safe. And so there was this one time that, like, I was just like, I'm over it. Like, I'm done. And I put my finger in a stick blender. And then my mom wasn't home. I was home alone. And then after I did it, I was like, what the hell did I just do? And then I passed out on the floor. And my mom came home. She met me passed out on the floor. And she took me to the hospital immediately. And I I got it sewn up like i lost so much blood but it was just like that one moment was a turning point in my life i was like what the fuck am i doing like i need to change my outlook on life and be grateful that i have life i have breath i am who i am i can't change that the most i could do was lose weight but the way that's going that's not happening so that's the only thing that i can do right (laughs) now so yeah and um Yeah, that's the things that I've been through. Well,
1: here's the thing, Thor. Like, uh, a lot of us go through a lot of things, uh, especially in our formative years. So, like, early – like, the early teens are just, like, an extremely important age for us to really discover who we are. And uh, you and I, like, I think we grew up in a generation where, like, we were used to life before Internet really became a thing. And then we were also a part of, like, the Internet as it became major and took over our lives. So again, that introduced a lot of kids. Like I'm sure you and I, like we were introduced to a lot of, uh, a lot of like mainstream celebrities, and uh, that also, <laughs> in turn, exposed us to a lot, uh, a lot of insecurities and being really uncomfortable with being the people who who, uh, who we are because we look on the internet and oh, that's a god or a goddess or whatever. So uh, yeah, like. Like, it's it's just sad, honestly. And uh, seeing how, how a lot of kids these days look up to those internet celebrities and feel really uncomfortable in their skins, would, which I believe should be rectified, honestly, on the internet. Like, I believe there uh, there should be a lot of content on the internet nowadays or on mainstream media that highlights the importance of self-love and being comfortable in your own skin over anything else, honestly.
0: Yeah, like, I definitely agree because... That's the reason I love TikTok so much because like you could create your own like for you page to what you want to attract. So if you want to attract positivity, you see positivity scrolling down your for you page instead of like emulating someone or like casting like, oh, I wish I looked like this onto yourself. Think about who you are and like just love yourself. I know it's easier said than done, but the person you're looking up to wants to change something about themselves. They have their own insecurities that they need to work through. So you're looking at someone and when you get there, or if you get there, then you get there and you're just like, well, I need to change this now. Like, I like it's never enough. You just keep chasing the ride of like, not loving yourself and not reaching that point of where you're like, I need to accept myself for who I
1: am. I absolutely agree. And, um, uh Another thing that uh, that's really helped me, like being comfortable with who I am, or at least having that calmness in my life, um, is meditation. In fact, like I I took up meditation two months ago, and um, like I meditate every single night before I sleep, and I just feel like that. uh, I believe that spiritual experience uh, really, like really creates that bond between your mind, heart, and soul, and it's just like having that having that calming. Uh having that calming existence, I would say, would just make you truly accepting of who you are, of your surroundings, of your progress in life, of where you're headed, of your obstacles. And it just like just sitting down, truly like looking at yourself, admiring your body and your mind for what it is. It it's just something that's liberating, I'd say. Ooh.
0: So you mentioned how you like to meditate and like how you do things to like gain that sense of who you are. What are five things that you do that make you happy?
1: Five things. Well, that's a tough one. But uh, the first I would say is meditation. Again, it's just uh, uh, like a really calming and reassuring place that I find myself at every night. And uh, the second would be uh, cooking, honestly. Like I find it to be a very uh, healing experience, Uh, like even on, even on like, my bad days where I'm, like, bad, it's, like, go ham with the spices and just, like, I don't know, just, like, uh, fill my anger there, and like, instead of on other people or on my own self. Um, so, yeah, I'd say cooking would be the second one. Third is definitely exercising. Uh, specifically, I'd say, like, playing basketball. I feel like it's a thing of mine. Uh, the fourth, which I was really fortunate to have this year, was uh <clears throat> Flying. Um, I don't know, it's just, uh, like, for, uh, for the absolute length of my life, like I just really wanted to be a pilot and, uh, having the opportunity to, to do it this year was just something that was, uh, a reminder for me that I'm, a, I'm on the right track and I'm satisfied with that, with what I'm doing. And, um, the fifth thing I'd say would just be like the general company of people that I... Regard as close um so like friends, obviously family um yeah, it's just uh friends are true friends, I believe, are people who uh reinforce your character, uh people who motivate you to do better things, and uh people who are not shy to tell you that you've done wrong, yeah, so uh just being in that company and uh. Having uh, like, thankfully, having family like, it's just a blessing.
0: Yeah, I, I'm beefing with you now. I want you to know that. Why? Is, why is that? Um, because I see you cook all the time in your stories but you have never invited me over for food. Um, I heard that you borrowed the loud car that you drive with a (laughs) revved-up engine with no (laughs) gas uh, cover (laughs) to Shashank's and Emma's place (laughs) to drop them off some food, but you didn't invite me for this whole meal delivery service that you're offering.
1: Oh, oh, well. So what do you
0: have to say about that, sir? Well, you
1: you never asked, Thor. You never asked. But I mean, I don't know. I have a really healthy appetite, and the Mm. quantities that you see me cook, I absolutely devour it in one setting. So one sitting, uh, sorry, but uh, I'll keep you in mind. I'll keep you in mind. Healthy food. Yeah. So yum. Healthy food. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I am glad that you are finally like chasing your dreams with flying and aviation. I know you did like your first solo this year, which is like this year or last year, this year, it was this year, yeah, which is like really exciting. It was. And like, so, like, I guess that your first solo, like, was your happiest moment of this year so oh, far. Abs-
1: oh, no doubt. No doubt. It's just, uh, like, uh, I had a, a true sense of power when I was in that plane on my, like, by myself flying it. It, oh, it just felt powerful.
0: Mm. Yeah, I can't wait for you to like start flying for like commercial airline so I could get free tickets. I can't wait too. <laughs> <laughs> so you talked about happiness and what that means to you, especially like in your flying in aviation and completing your first solo. So what does your happiness mean to you?
1: Uh, happiness for me is uh, me being able to sleep every night, being completely comfortable and uh, being proud of the time that I've spent the day before. Um like I like to track my success or at least uh I'd say yeah I'd like to track my success on a day-to-day basis. So before I sleep like very briefly I just uh quickly reflect like was this a good day? Am like am I happy with the results and am I happy uh of what effort I spent during this day and I- am I happy of it contributing to my ultimate goals or objectives in life and uh yeah being satisfied with that and uh being truly comfortable with with what i've done in a certain day is what defines happiness for me
0: Mm, that's so good we're complete opposites my happiness is defined by my day like if someone pisses me off at two o'clock then i'm not happy for the rest of the day like it's over. Like it was not a good day at all. But like, if I feel happy again at three, it still wasn't a good day because I had that one. Oh, experience. absolutely,
1: absolutely. But um, I think um, yeah. Obviously, happiness is an emotion. Obviously, it can be affected by any number of events or any number of people that uh, throughout your day. No,
0: specifically one person.
1: Oh yeah, person sitting right across me now. No, yeah. Shashank. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. But uh, yeah, like uh, for me, I think uh, it matters most. If I'm happy with my progress, or if I'm happy with myself, more so than with other people.
0: Yeah, like I definitely agree. Shang just threw the, the <laughs> yes. tape at me.
1: Yeah, thanks for Shank.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shanky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I definitely agree. Like your fr- like my friends for me, they help me when in the times I don't feel happy, and when I go through those moments of like times I don't feel happy, they're really the ones that like help me go on come back up to, like, this person I am today. So happy, so bubbly. Everyone sees me, and they're like, oh my god, you're so happy. You're such a happy person. I'm like, really? <laughs> so, like, in those moments where you feel down, or, like, you're going through, like, a really bad day, or someone pisses you off, what do you find yourself doing to, like, bring yourself back up to that level of, like, I'm Rami again?
1: Um, The very first thing, and frankly, Thor is calling my mom, honestly. Oh. um, I think she she definitely understands me on way deeper level than anyone else on this planet um and uh yeah like if if that's not available then uh i just do the things uh that make me happy and back to those five things like uh, whether it be cooking whether it be exercising i find it like to be very um uh, again it's just something that you can use to blow some steam off uh like it works for me um And, uh, just meditating again, just like calming myself down, uh, reminding myself that whatever is happening could be worse. Um, and yeah, it's just calming myself down is the best trick for Mm. me personally.
0: Nice. Nice. Like reaching out to my mom is honestly a good thing as well. That's what I find myself doing sometimes as well. But like... Sometimes, like, I find my mom doesn't understand and, like, tries to see things from her perspective instead of, like, mine, instead of, like, putting herself in my shoes she's looking at like her experiences what she's been through and like sometimes she can offer that advice because sometimes they say a word from the wise is 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 sufficient jesus i'm stuttering now (laughs) but um yeah and so speaking of like the things that you do that make you happy what does your self-love mean to you what does rami mean to you
1: um i tell you rami is a great person and uh, I'm glad to share his company every day. <laughs> um, but yeah, like self, self love for me is, uh, just, uh, again, uh, having the liberty to the liberty and, um, uh, strive just to express the, to express myself the way I want to, um, to present myself the way I want to, to, um, to be truly comfortable, have it like have peace at night or at day. um, Yeah, it's just being peaceful with myself, um, respecting my needs, respecting my wants, um, is self-love for me. Mm. Do you find that
0: when you go back home to, like, Tunisia or, like, back to Saudi Arabia, right, do you find yourself, like, reverting back to, like, do you find you diminishing your self-love when you go back home?
1: Absolutely not. No. Um, Having, uh, first of all, like, me being in close proximity to my family uh, and having that emotional support system uh, does nothing but enforce the self-love that I have towards myself. It just, uh, again, reminds me of who I am, where I come from, uh, what has gotten me to this place that I am at today. Um, But again, obviously, the way uh, I live life on my own is different uh, compared to living with my family. Um, So even if like very minuscule very many details change uh in my life it it changes nothing for the respect i have towards myself and for the love that i have towards myself too Mm,
0: i feel like that's something i have to learn when i go back home i find myself like reverting back to like old habits or like old ways because like in the bahamas like when they see you your status is defined by how you look like if you're like let's say you dress like me on a regular day you're just like a bum or like some old joe but like if you dress like <laughs> but if you just like some business person you're somehow equated to like having a higher amount of status in the bahamas and like the thing that defines you in the bahamas is your weight class like when they see you they're like oh i don't think you should be eating like bamboo shack you should be eating, like, a salad from, like, Wendy's or something. I have no idea what that is, but that sounds
1: delicious, though.
0: It's, like, a, like, a fast food place in the Bahamas. They serve, like, chicken and fries and stuff like that. Delightful. Oof. But, yeah. Going back home, it's, like, I find myself reverting back to, like, that old way. But then I have to, like, sometimes, like, snap myself out of it and be, like, listen, you are who you are, whether you're in Canada, whether you're in the Bahamas, whether you're in Aruba or Mexico you are going to be the same person and everyone, if people don't love you for who you are, then that person is not meant to be in your life because people are here for seasons and a reason they're here to teach you things. And if someone, if you're going into another season and that someone is not willing to come with you, then sometimes you just have to let that person go because their season is closed because you're going into a new chapter of your life. Absolutely.
1: Like people grow and people develop and that's completely human natural. I'd say, um, but uh I do have to add though that uh I believe that uh change or at least societal change is is best is best induced from an individual level yeah um if you truly think something uh should be pertained to differently or people should not view view you the way that they do uh is by changing the view that you have towards yourself mm. uh, i like i think if you have b- that that if someone thinks uh, that they are truly prone to what people think of them that already limits them compared to like that that already limits them in itself, uh, but if you completely eliminate that factor from your life, nothing matters anymore. Not you spitting out messages on the
0: podcast now. Not Rami dropping messages now. <laughs> dang, danger. I, I had ya. to do it to him. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about self love, how important it is to us, and like how we hold it so near and dear to our heart. But like, do you have any rules for your self love? Things you're going to accept, things you're not going to accept when it comes to Rami being Rami.
1: I do. Um, I think. Uh, I think self love for me is a very personal connection with myself. So um, I wouldn't allow any outside influence on uh, the amount that I love myself. So I'd say respecting my needs, uh, respecting my wants, um, restraining myself when needed, uh, reflecting, most importantly, and uh, I'd say rewarding myself also.
0: Nice. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're ending this podcast on such a good note. I'm like, so just-
1: sad. It's so good.
0: I know, right? But I just want to thank you again for coming back to another episode of the I Love Me podcast. Thank you so much for coming.
1: Thanks very much for having me.
0: No problem. It's been such a great pleasure. You dropped some really good messages on the podcast. I'm sure my listeners are going to be like, wow. I hope it'll help. thank you all for listening to another episode of the I Love Me podcast, where Rami came and shared his experiences, shared how he loves himself, and shared what makes him happy. If you want to come back and listen to another episode of the I Love Me podcast, come back next week, Saturday, with an all-new guest here to share their perspectives and their insightful wisdom. My name is Thor. My name is Rami. And we are out. Thank you guys so much for listening.